Hi guys, my name's Eileen and this is The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on lifestyle design for millennials. I'm a YouTube creator, blogger, singer, musician, and artist of life. And I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of your life. You can create the life that you've always imagined. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. So you don't have to have it all figured out. Just keep exploring, don't settle, and you will find your way. One of the hardest times for me in life was the final semester of my senior year in college. That was a time where I had just come back from studying abroad in Italy. And when I was in Italy, I was just traveling Europe, doing a lot of soul searching, having tons of fun. So coming back to that academic competitive environment at school was really like a slap in the face. There was just so much pressure and so much stress that I had to deal with coming back from Italy. Not only was I having withdrawals from not being in Europe but I was also faced with like that pressure like I have to find a job what am I going to do with my life after I graduate the clock is ticking basically at that time I was still really lost and I was super frustrated because I thought that going to Italy would help me sort things out I thought I'd have it all figured out by now I thought I would have decided on what I wanted to do after I graduated but I didn't I still had no idea so I'm pretty sure I sunk into some kind of depression that last semester because I was a really flaky person I had like group projects I would miss our meetings and go to everything late and during that time everybody's recruiting for jobs and there's something called on-campus recruiting where companies come to campus to hire people and I would sign up for that just because I felt like I had to and I remember I would get all these interviews with big companies and it would get to a point where I was like I don't even want this job if I get it so I would skip out on those interviews and just miss them completely, which was really irresponsible. And then that like banned me from the on-campus recruiting system. So the point is, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but for some reason, I knew that getting that corporate job was the nightmare. Like I dreaded that so much. And there were so many times where I was like, okay, I know what I don't want to do. I know what I don't want to do, but what do I want to do? The thing is, I had tried out a lot of internships during college. I had about like seven internships in entertainment, fashion, marketing, advertising, which are all the fun, creative areas of business. But after doing those internships, I still didn't feel like I fit with any of them. Like none of them really appealed to me and I just knew they weren't for me. So it was just really frustrating to not know what I wanted to do because I had always been someone who knew what was the next step. I had always done well in school. If you give me a syllabus, I know what to study for. But when it was time to decide what to do in life, I was completely paralyzed. I remember during that time, I would avoid talking to a lot of peers and friends and family because I would dread that question that I knew everyone was going to ask. What are you going to do after you graduate? I absolutely hated that question and that was like my worst nightmare to get that question because I felt like I was a person who was supposed to have everything all figured out and I was really frustrated and disappointed in myself that I couldn't answer that simple question. So I was just not in a good place at that time. When I graduated, I decided to not get a job and just explore everything that I'm interested in. So I knew that 
in my dream life, I knew I wanted to be creative. I wanted to be in front of the camera and travel and use my intelligence. And I wanted just to have fun and be able to do something that I really loved and something that was important and impactful. So I had all these things that I wanted to do in my dream life, but I didn't know what that looked like or how to make it happen. Obviously, my parents did not like my indecisiveness. They just wanted me to get a job like any normal parents would. But I knew in my heart that that was not for me. So I talked to them about it and they urged me like, okay, what about consider grad school? Just if you don't know what to do, just go back to school. And I was like so against going to grad school because I didn't want to, first of all. And second of all, I don't like the idea of going back to school just because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like I didn't want to just put off time like that. I didn't want to waste my time. I just wanted to jump into life and start figuring it out for myself. That summer after I graduated, my dad came back to visit for a while. And if you listen to my last podcast, you'll know that I don't see my dad very often because he lives in China. So around that time, I was kind of exploring a bunch of random things that I was interested in. So I started volunteering for a startup food festival. I was working on music, dancing on two dance teams, auditioning, just trying to find my creative path basically. But I was still really lost, a bit depressed, and I had a horrible sleeping schedule. That was a time in my life where I would like sleep at 6 a.m. and wake up in the late afternoons. I was just not in the right state of mind, never really in a bright mood, just a weird place. So I dreaded seeing my dad because I knew that he would ask me that scary question, what are you going to do with your life? So he did ask me, immediately and I remember I burst into tears because I just did not know how to answer and I was so frustrated that I didn't have an answer. So he was frustrated because I was frustrated and I don't think he understood why I was so emotional about it. Eventually I tried to explain to him that I've been spending time recording and working on music and he straight up told me that I was wasting my time. One night, I stayed out late at a dance practice and he got so mad at me and he kept calling and calling to tell me to leave practice and come home. So after that situation, he told me to stop dancing, stop music, just get a job and figure it out from there. I mean, he just didn't understand what I was going through. He didn't know why I couldn't be logical about it and just get any job for the time being. He thought I was wasting my time trying to pursue creativity. One time, he actually tried to be nice about it and told me, Eileen, you can't be an artist. Artists have to be a little crazy. Picasso was crazy. You're not that crazy. You'll never be the best because there will always be someone out there crazier than you. And I was like, what? First of all, I was mad because I was like, what does that even mean? But at the same time, I know what he's saying. And also, I was like, how can he not believe in me? And then I asked, do I even believe in myself? And I kind of flipped on him. I was like, I am crazy. Look at me. Look at me. I'm so crazy. My mind's not normal right now. And I was just mad because how could he judge me when he wasn't even there to raise me my entire life? And how could he tell me what he thought I should do? But at the same time, I was like, how could I let him put me down like this? And why do I even care about it in the first place? After that, he just shook his head like he was dealing with the most difficult child. And 
I mean, honestly, I know he was trying to help in his own way, but the way that he sees the world is completely opposite from the way I see the world. What hurt the most was it felt like he had lost hope in me, like he wasn't proud of me anymore. Before the situation, I was honestly a good girl. Like I had been a good student and we always had updates for him where I was doing something awesome. Like I got into a great college. I starred in a musical. I was working cool internships and I was just doing great. And I felt like I was the kid that you don't have to worry about until now. (laughs) Until now, he checks up on me after I graduated college. He probably was expecting me to have gotten a good job, etc, etc. But here I was falling apart, confused, lost, a little bit depressed, crying all the time. I had nothing figured out and it really hurt. Over the next couple years, I pursued hosting, music, acting, and a job doing PR, marketing, and video for a food festival. So I kind of just followed my heart to whatever felt right to me. And with each opportunity that I explored, it taught me more about that industry and it helped me realize that that was something I did not want to do. So I got hosting out of my system because I realized I didn't want to read other people's scripts and be a talking model, basically. I also got acting out of my system after acting in a few short films. I realized that acting is a serious hustle. It's something that you have to be working on 24-7. You have to be 100% passionate and dedicated. So I realized that that was not for me. I had other dreams on my mind. And eventually, I even got music out of my system. So after performing a lot, releasing an album, and working on a few collaborations, I realized that music is something I want to keep purely as an art. Because there came a point where I was getting too much work, too many collaborations with producers, and it just started to feel like work. Music wasn't fun anymore, and I couldn't write. So I told myself I would never want to let music feel that way again. I don't want it to feel like work. And I also realized that in the long term, like if if I look 20 years down the line, I don't want to be 40 years old and still trying to do music and touring. I really wanted to start building a business. So in 2014, I started my blog, Lavendaire, and during that time, I was still working at that food festival, and I became a manager of my own video team there. So the blog did not grow very much that first year, but I finally felt like it was something that I really, really loved, so I kept going because of that passion. So at the end of that year, I quit my job with the food festival because it didn't feel like aligned to what I really wanted to do and my blog felt really right. So I had this inkling that I had to just quit my job and pursue the blog even though it wasn't really showing any growth at that time. I just really loved it. I knew that I was onto something. So I decided to dedicate my full time to my blog, Lavendaire. And now in 2016, I'm so lucky to be in a place where I've built this amazing community around my channel and I'm making money off YouTube. I'm working on building out my business. Basically, I'm confident in my path and I honestly wouldn't have gotten here without all my years of wandering, exploring, and trying everything that interested me. So you don't have to have it all figured out. Just keep exploring, don't settle, and you will find your way. Life is not meant to be lived in a straight, linear path. There's no step-by-step way to get there. You just have to go through all these different experiences before ending up where you really need to be. 
Elizabeth Gilbert has this talk on Super Soul Sessions called Flight of the Hummingbird. And in that talk, she says there are two kinds of people, jackhammers and hummingbirds. So she identifies herself as a jackhammer. And jackhammers are people who are focused on pursuing one big passion in life. She says... They don't look up, they don't veer, they're just focused on that one thing until the end of time. And then there are hummingbirds. Hummingbirds spend their lives doing it very differently. They move from tree to tree, from flower to flower, from field to field, trying this, trying that. Two things happen. They create incredibly rich, complex lives for themselves, and they also end up cross-pollinating the world. So I consider myself a hummingbird. I am so interested in so many different things that it was hard for me to choose just one. I really had to go out and try them all. And really looking back, my journey of weaving here and there through different jobs and different industries really helped create this unique blend of talents and skills that I have today. Every experience I've had in the past contributes to everything that I do now. So now I'm going to share some tips on how you can let go of having it all figured out. The first tip, stop caring about what other people think. So this was the first video that I made for Lavender on my YouTube channel because it's such an important foundation to creating your dream life. In my journey, I had to learn to stop caring about what other people thought of me and just have the courage to be myself. I realize that when other people tell me what they think, whether or not I choose to follow their advice doesn't affect their life, it affects mine. So if you live your life caring about what other people think, only your life is going to be affected by it, not theirs. At the end of the day, you have to live with the choices you make for your life. So make the choices that you want to make. The next tip on how to let go of having it all figured out, follow your heart to what feels right at the moment. So I'm a huge believer in following your intuition. Your gut always knows best. I believe in doing things that make you happy, that make you excited and inspired. Do things that you're interested in. Do things that are worth your time. Only you will know what feels right and what doesn't feel right. So you have to feel things out as you go. In the story I told today, I spent many years feeling out different opportunities, internships, and career paths. I pursued everything that interested me until I got to a point where I realized, okay, maybe this is not for me. So I really took many years of experimenting and exploring. Also, you have to practice and warm up to learning how to listen to your heart, especially if you're more of a logical person and you listen to your head most of the time. You really have to learn to balance those two sides out and hear what your heart has to say. Really feel what your heart wants. The next tip I have to share is have the courage to take risks despite your fear. So one of the best pieces of advice I got from business school at USC was take your biggest risks while you're young. Because when you're young, you have nothing to lose. You don't have as many responsibilities or burdens that you'll have when you're older. So take your biggest risks now because you are the youngest you will ever be right now. In business, there's a standard principle that says high risk equals high reward and low risk equals low reward. So this applies to life too. Your life will be more rewarding when you take more risks and less rewarding if you choose to play it safe. So I know it's really scary to leave your comfort zone and step into the unknown, 
But if you really want to live your dream life, you have to have the courage to go for it despite your fear. Trust me, you won't regret taking the riskier route because whatever happens, it'll be worth it in the end. Even if you fail, that failure will lead you to where you're meant to go. At the very least, your life story will be a little bit more interesting. The next tip is to see every experience as an opportunity to learn. Instead of feeling restless for not having it all figured out yet, start seeing every experience as an opportunity to learn. Each experience you encounter is there to teach you something and to help you grow. In that way, nothing is a waste of your time. There's always some value in your life experiences. Marie Forleo once said something that stuck with me. She said, adore your detours. So she put it this way, if you've ever taken a road trip, sometimes you don't arrive at your destination at the time you thought you would because maybe you took a little detour. Maybe you decided you wanted to take the scenic route and you ended up at this cute little town by the beach that you would have missed if you did not take that detour. So her point is, detours are not always bad. They can enrich your life. So getting to the destination sooner is not always better. The last tip on letting go of having it all figured out is let your life unfold on its own time. Where you are right now is exactly where you need to be. You need to learn to trust in the timing of your life. Just be patient and your life will reveal itself to you in its own way with its own perfect timing. All right, I just shared five tips on how to let go of having it all figured out. Let's review. The first tip... Stop caring about what other people think. The second tip, follow your heart to what feels right at the moment. The third tip, have the courage to take risks despite your fear. And the fourth tip, see every experience as an opportunity to learn. And finally, let your life unfold on its own time. I know what you're thinking. I don't have time to wander around. I need to have a plan that works. I'm trying to make it ASAP. And I get you. At the end of the day, the way you live your life is up to you. So I know it feels urgent right now to get your life together because that's how I felt when I was in college. But the best thing you can do for yourself right now is just to start taking action and stop complaining and worrying about your life. Remember that high risk equals high reward and low risk equals low reward. So make the choices that make sense for your life right now. Just do what you truly want to do and you'll be just fine. So you don't have to have it all figured out. Just keep exploring, don't settle, and you will find your way. I believe in you. Thanks for tuning in. My name's Eileen, and you just listened to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on lifestyle design for millennials. Bye!